Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. We got quite a few podcasts happening out here. That's, That's all fine. I know. Quite a few I just, podcasts. I forgot that after there. the second, I was like, "What the heck is we doing on this show? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's what's going on? What's really going on? What type of games are being played? How's it going down? <laughs> See that? Here's the thing. Hey, hey Jordan, I ain't go. I ain't go. Cap. I thought it was a '94 podcast. It's an eighty '94 podcast. There you go. All right, check them out. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. No, I remember right, it was two numbers, right, but I forgot right. this. All right, guys. All right. All right. All right. Now, he's now, that guy. Yeah, he's that guy. Play me. Go try to play me. He's that guy. Okay. He's that guy. Okay. Oh man. In front of my man. Actually, I bet. Hey, man, bet. listen. I'm going to let you slide, though. Pause. Pause. Anyway. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Pause. It's crazy. Uh, anyway. Nah, man, I wanted to really get in and break down these uh, this this Chicago Bears offseason pre-draft because we got the draft. I believe the draft is, what is it, 17 days away, 16 days away, something like that. So it is, it is coming up quickly. And, uh, boys, the Bears have done quite a bit. This offseason, I mean, I had to go back and literally look at everything they did. And I want to do it a little different, right? I want to actually talk about the team construction as a whole, how they're really building this thing out. Because most people are just going to be like, oh, well, what did they do with the players? How did they make these moves with the players? Different things like that, right? The people that matter. But we're uh, Chicago Bears fans, and uh, we know that uh, this is a top-down thing. So I actually want to start all the way back at the beginning, boys. We hired a new president this offseason. New president of football operations and Kevin Warren coming from the Big Ten after uh, successfully running that uh, uh, um, league league conference conference uh, for uh, for uh, multiple years, having ran the Chicago or the Minnesota Vikings and getting them through their uh, construction of their new stadium. How are you guys feeling about the Bears going out and actually doing something different? Not just hiring a money guy, but actually hiring a football guy as the president of operations how would you grade that move of signing kevin warren um i feel i feel like it's a little bit more of um like we got we got to kind of see like what he does when it really i i I would say when it really kicks off like in terms of the money i feel like he's been doing like he's been doing a really good job um especially with the signings but to then come over you 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 like you talking about you come over for the big ten he's been running he's been running that for a minute with how uh with how successful he's been um I just feel like it, it like it's it's not really gonna kick off until you start like getting into like the nut the nuts and bolts of the actual season yeah um to to me but um just I, I I was just gonna say like the the whole the whole staff in general has been a plus, but I I feel like just for right now with how he's handled the money thus far, uh, I I would say it's about a B plus. I'm gonna sit here and say that it was not only one of the best moves they've made, but it took you from mom and pop uh, 
status to actually running an organization. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think some of the key things that you mentioned is the simple fact that he built, he was there when Minnesota was going through their building stages on a couple of things as Pat is frozen. Um, <laughs> uh, he was there when um, Ed, we got Ed, we go. uh, <laughs> Oh, I was frozen uh, on the thing. I ain't frozen on the stream. You was on the screen. <laughs> you don't okay, scare me like you, that, dog. Don't scare me hey, like that. Listen. Hey, hey, hey listen. Hey, you were uh, frozen, though. He was froze for a minute. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Like that's all right. For a long time. All right, but uh, but no. Getting back to the uh, uh, the initial point, it, it just puts us in a different stratosphere. We're actually being ran and being constructed like a real football organization. And I think that's a big plus because it hasn't happened in my lifetime, and obviously that's just how the Bears have been ran since its inception, uh, which worked initially, but it doesn't work today. And yeah. I think with the new plans of moving out of the city having your own stadium and stuff like that you can no longer rely on the structure that they had you needed to get a you needed to get a a real uh president a real i think we're going to get a vp in there as, as well i think I, I believe i heard that i think we're going to possibly well. yeah there's a possibility on that. um and the one thing i will say is and this is for all those people who have always been on of the notion that the uh mccaskies have had always had a racial thing um it's predominantly black. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. I mean, all our major pieces that we've hired so far have been black and women. Black. Blackly black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not even not even just mixed, like straight up. <laughs> and I love it, right? So but the Bears have always been that team, as Pat will, will sit there and tell you, who've always pushed that envelope on diversity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. Uh I, I agree. I think this I think like kids said, right? Like, this is this is an A plus move to me because it takes you from uh people who have always been in the organization, right? Like even Ted, when Ted got promoted, he was a part of the organization already. Um to me, right, like it takes you from people that have already been a part of the organization up to, hey, now you've got these outside voices looking in. You kind of did that a little bit with Ryan Pace. Uh, when you brought him in initially, but then you put a bunch of people in charge of him that had been a part of the organization already. Um, and then you kind of hamstrung him on that once you finally let him go, right? Like it, you, had, you had tainted what maybe could have been. Uh, and then he made a lot of bad decisions on top of that. And then uh, you you look at right bringing in Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles came in immediately and said, listen, if you're not going to let me run the team my way, I'm not going to be here. I'll jump right back on that plane. And I love that. I really love that. Like the fact that he, I feel like that was really the start of all of this. And now bringing in Kevin Warren on top of that, a voice outside of the organization um, to be able to come in and actually lead with having success under multiple leagues. I mean, he got the big 10 through leaving uh, uh, the conference that they were in and joining a completely different conference, like migrating multiple teams, adding teams in, right? Like, so he's a guy that knows what the heck is going on uh, from a business front, which is what you want your president to yeah. be. Like, everybody mm-hmm. used to kill Ted for the, uh, oh, he's just here for the business. That's what your president's supposed to be here for. Your general manager is supposed to handle a lot mm-hmm. of the signings. Your president is your business man. And he's a, he's a really good business guy to me. Uh, I thought this was an A-plus move. Let's move into the players, though, man, because... That's really who we came here to see. Uh, starting off, long snapper. No, I'm joking. I, I kid. Patrick Scales did get signed. He'll be here forever. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, first move the Bears made that was of impact, right? I'm not going to say that. Kari, they did sign Kari Blazing game. Fullback. I like that. Running presence. Okay. Uh, B move. B 
move. Good move. Uh, but let's go to the important one. Starting this off, no disrespect to Kari. Uh, <laughs> the Chicago Bears started off their offseason officially in free agency by trading the first overall pick to Carolina for a 2024 or with a uh, uh, hold on, traded traded to Chicago. They wrote this weird. Oh, DJ Moore traded to Chicago from Carolina with a 2024 <laughs> first round pick, a 2025 first round pick, a 2023 first round pick, the number nine overall pick. That's why they wrote it backwards. And a 2023 second round pick for the number one overall pick. Boys, how do you grade this move? A plus. Yeah, no, nah, I'm. Yeah, no, nah, go ahead, re- go ahead, bro. Two reasons I say it. Uh, it's it's adding key pieces now, impact pieces now, while still getting the impact player that we needed on the offensive end, DJ Moore. It's also safety and security later in case this experiment with our QB doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. We all have said that the next year's draft is a much better QB draft. So now this gives Pose the opportunity to say, hey, I'm going to put pieces around my young QB. This is going to be in this third season. But at the end of the season, if we need to start having extension uh, talks and stuff like that, like we need to start entering that. This is going to be that year where we get to see whether or not we're going to, you know, roll with Justin as at the helm or not. And that's, you know, to put yourself in that position is amazing because you got to think about it. If he didn't get those type of pieces to be even within a, you know, stone's throw to gra- draft another QB next year and all the QBs we passed up on this year hit, we'd be looking at polls like, okay, you shouldn't have made that move. Now, hindsight is always twenty twenty, but none of the fans, un- fans understand that. Mm-hmm. So he gave, he gave himself runway now while still picking up some pieces. And he gave himself a, a exit uh, escape plan, in my opinion, for next season in case it doesn't work out. So I love the move. I'm I'm looking at this move strictly, but uh, well, well, first, I, first, I think this is a plus move, um, because I I, I said it once, I'm gonna say it again. We we call Justin a dual threat quarterback, just like we call Lamar dual threat quarterback. You can't say he's a he's really a dual threat until you you're utilizing both of the threats. This this absolutely helps that. Um um now as, as now as far as uh like the 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 statement that you made about next year being a, be, a better quarterback draft, while I think that it certainly is because you got guys like Caleb Williams coming in next season and everything like that. I don't think that they'll be in that situation because now you now you see. Justin with the weapons. The Bear, the Bears lost six one score games last year, and I mean, I mean now you you pretty much you you you've given him everything that he's needed to succeed. So I think like minimum eight games. I don't think that they'll be even in that conversation for a a QB of that of, of that of that stature of that elk. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting um, to see, I, right? I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I, I think the way that I'm looking at it. I think when you look at um, kind of this move, to me, this is this is I, I agree. This is an A plus move. I thought the Bears won this trade. Um, do they get the first overall pick? Absolutely. And the Bears, uh, and we'll we'll talk about it. Maybe even blend it in with this, right? The the fact that Carolina didn't want to give up DJ Moore. 
tells you how good DJ Moore is. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that they called him in tears, just like DJ. Hey, 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 hey Drew. Drew had to sell it. Drew I can't. Sell it, I can't. I can't believe it, but you go, DJ. Ah, like in tears, bro. Like, come on. I, I, I honestly <laughs> think they did because I mean, he mentioned that they were one. They drafted him in the first round. He was one of the, at this point. He was their best piece on the team. It's kind of hard to part from that. Mm, Brian piece. Burns. Brian Burns pretty good. Okay, he's Brian Burns. Listen, he's one of the he's one of the better. <laughs> he's one of their best on the pieces. Team. He's one of their best pieces for sure. You know, it's kind of hard to move <laughs> on from that because, and then it's you don't want it to be personal. Yeah, but you develop relationships with these players after uh-huh. a while, and so like the business of football takes over, and it's like, hey, you know, I like the way his agent approached that. But uh, we'll we'll get more into his comments later because he made a lot of different comments and even talked about some of the things like uh, mentioned some of the things about Lamar as well. Um, well, no, that's not that particular interview, but, um, but yeah, it's, I believe it. And I think, uh, that's the one thing that put it over the uh, edge for me is it's not the picks because he could have got more picks. It's the fact that he got a good receiver. You got an impact player right away. You got and an impact player right draft away. That player, and and right? he's been, DJ Moore has been putting up consistent thousand yard seasons with, Subpar quarterback. Everybody and their mama at Q, uh, QB. Yeah. Now, like, I will say this. Know, that, that, that what, what does scare me about the DJ Moore situation, even though I do believe he's a better wide receiver, um, this is these are the same things that we said about Allen Robinson <laughs> when Allen Robinson came well, nah, It does. Nah, the exact same things. He put up it, it, three it, it, sub, it He put up 3,000-yard uh, seasons with uh, Blake Bortles. At, now, granted, we didn't get ourselves an offensive line either. He did put up 3,000-yard seasons with some trash. But uh, hey, he got some 1,000-yard hey, uh, seasons out of Mitch. Hey, hey, he got some 1,000-yard seasons out of Mitch, too. You know what I mean? Like, ah, yeah. But uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's a tough life, bro. You you play your whole career with trash quarterbacks. You finally go to a team that got a good quarterback. Not only don't he throw you the ball, but on top of that, he tears ACL halfway through the year and he's done for the season. And then they send you Baker. <laughs> oh God! Oh that that one crazy. that had to be tough. That had to be tough. No, I, I think this is an A plus move though. Uh, more, more so like you guys said, though, for the future stuff, the, the stuff for the future. Uh, the one thing that is going to be important with this Bears team, though, that, that is going to have to have an impact is the offensive line. I'll take this as a whole, right? Like, is the Bears signed Nate Davis, signed him to a three-year, $30 million deal, probably going to be a very good player, right? Like, not not great, mm-hmm. but, a, but a good player. Um but that's pretty much all we did on the offensive line. How do you grade the move in itself? How do you grade Ryan Poles attacking this offensive line? The fact that he's you probably going to go through the draft. You know, I've been really big on the biggest thing I've had against Poles is how he's drafted and what side of the ball he's drafted on. Um, especially because there were some offensive pieces that I thought would have been more impactful for what the bigger um more pressing thing would be. And I know it's not, you know, you can't cert- focus everything around Justin, but we all know that if you don't have a QB, you ain't going nowhere, no matter what other pieces you got. Right. And so if you have to evaluate that. Uh, so I've been very critical of him on that. I would be even more critical now if, for instance, uh, we have the number nine pick and we go defense again. Now, I know if Jalen Carter is available, people say you go get Jalen Carter. But, I mean, I've had this up-and-down relationship with that idea. 
but we know for mm-hmm. a fact that they're going to be two good guys that you could get for that O-line. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to reserve my comments for this draft because if he doesn't come out with either Peter or uh, uh, Paris Johnson, I, I mean, you got his own name. That's crazy. <laughs> No, I I, didn't want, I was about to say Paris uh, Skaransky. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> that would have been wild. <laughs> Who's this Skaransky guy? Man, we got his uh, own hey, name. Hey, man, hey, but if he doesn't one come out with one of those two at number nine, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hard time accepting it unless it's you know unless it's Jalen Carter. Like to be honest with you, I'm gonna have a real hard time uh, with that because all the other premier guys that you could put on the line, like you mentioned, and I've looked into it after you said it, have been signed already. Yeah. Mm. So. It's like if you're not drafting them, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. I, me person, uh, me personally, I, I look at it like I'm, I'm, I'm along them same sentiments. I'm, but I'm right with you, kid, because of the simple fact that I feel like, okay, they kind of moved off Skaronsky. So it's like if you, if you, if you don't take Paris and wind up getting defense, like I'm like, um. I, I'm I'm fine with that. I, I just don't know if that's the right move because we talked about the quarterback hits and we and I feel like everybody uh, has said it. Um, like the 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 way we the way we see Josh Allen play, like we don't think that's sustainable. Like they need a running game. They need a running game. Like bros just out here trucking folks and and, and legitimately hoping for the best. And and another reason I I don't know if you guys looked at it or not, but I think that the Eagles pick right after the Bears as well. Yep. And we all solidified we like all solidified the fact like the Eagles got three All Pros on their offensive line. Like imagine transitioning from freaking freaking Jason Kelsey to either uh, Paris Johnson or Peter Skaronsky. Like you don't you don't want that to happen. Because like even that's even more help uh, for 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 Jalen Hurts. I'm gonna be so honest like with you. you. I, I think they're gonna take a serious step back. This <laughs> they they just was oh, like, we'll, hey hey they just oh, was like facts. we don't need uh, nobody. Uh, def- defensive, defensively, hey, hey. That, defensively they will. <laughs> they literally was just like we don't yeah, need to stop nobody. We we nah we got it. <laughs> um, uh, but but not but not yeah. If you if you don't come out of this with with, with Paris Johnson, I'm gonna I'm gonna really be like. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna have some questions. I'm gonna have some questions. Like, is it is it about is it about Justin or not? But that that's just kind of where I'm at with the whole with the whole situation. But as far as far as the Nate Jones move, it, it's kind of a beat. Yeah, I, it ain't I, about Justin. That lets me know that them picks for next season mean a lot more yeah. than we think. Well, I I think here's the thing, right? The the picks for next season. I don't, I don't know uh, what people think. Like Carolina's not gonna be that bad. Carolina won six games with nothing. Last year, there's a reason Carolina was ninth. They'll probably be around the same spot. We'll be picking in pretty they much the same Christian spot. They had Christian McCaffrey for half the season. Barely, <laughs> barely. CMC was still in and out of that lineup. He he ain't come back until what two weeks, three weeks before he got traded. Who who they got on their team right now? Uh, same same people they had on their team last year when they got six wins. Nobody. <laughs> now okay, you don't have Pat, gonna be, you don't have DJ Moore. They go listen. They're gonna be bad. They were bad, bad this year. They were a top ten pick, but. 
I don't think that I don't think that we're gonna end up with the number one overall pick. <laughs> hey, Pat, no, we were no. we won three games. All right, we were trying to clearly lose. Yeah, yeah. No, trying to lose. <laughs> they they were trying to win them six games. <laughs> you know, they were really trying to get them six games. Hey, listen. They had people in there fighting for their lives. Literally, like, nah, they gonna hey, be listen. Bad, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, probably not because they're gonna draft a rookie quarterback and hope that he just comes out slinging it. So they're gonna be trying to win initially. And then it's gonna be they, they gonna hit that point where they gonna be like, nah, they ain't got no line. This they ain't, ain't got it. No receivers. They ain't got nobody for. Hey, I'm just telling y'all, they're not gonna be as bad as y'all think, bro. Everybody think they gonna have a top ten pick. Everybody, everybody. Listen, we had a top ten pick this season, or they had a top ten pick this season. They gonna be bad. But they not going to be pick next season. Let's me get a QB. Are you, are you just saying they're not going to They not going to be top of the draft pick. Now you'll be able to combine some draft capital if you feel like moving up, feel like going after Caleb Williams. There's some things you can still play with which I like. Um but yeah, I, I agree. I think the Nate Davis move is is a B. Um it, it's a it's a solid move. He's a solid piece. I don't know if I feel like the first round would be a failure if Ryan Poles didn't go uh, offensive lineman in there because of how many impact players they are. I mean, like, if he took Kalijah Kansi, um, I, I would be excited about that. If he took, um, I mean, if he takes Jalen Carter, it's, to me, that's a no-brainer. You thought that guy was going to go at the top of the draft. You take best player available in those situations to me. Plus, I think there, I think that there are still some impact players that, as you dig deeper in this draft, when you look at the offensive line, that you can go get in your second round, in your third round. This, this is actually I, a really, really deep draft as far as tackles go, at least. Um, yeah. So there's still some impact. It just may not be names that jump off of the page at us, right? It may not be great names. And I, I, I've said this many times. I, I don't know why. I, I like him, but I really think they just love Braxton Jones. I think they're going to get that man another shot at that left tackle spot. And he's solid. He is solid. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he's a terrible left tackle. Like, he's solid. He ranks well among, like, the best left tackles in the NFL. Like, he's not, you know, but hey, brother. they looking to roll with him. <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is Seattle got two of them in the first round, and you saw, you saw they did uh, – yeah, offensive line helps. Yeah, listen, listen, I, I'm with you. I, I, I agree with you. Offensive line helps. <laughs> hey, bro. Listen, the trenches hey, they, help. They, they need it. The trenches I love, help. I love the, the comments. What the, the comments be like, uh, Justin Fields is here by Chris and say, well, we need to talk about adding another offense in 04, not a QB. It's like, all right, I want you to understand how the game of chess works. Wait, what, he did, wait, what did he say? No, it's, it's, it's in the comments. You can read it. Um, I want y'all to understand. If you honestly think polls didn't make plans in case this don't work out, then that's why you're not going to ever be a GM. Well, okay. None of us are ever going to be a GM. That's a lie. You going to be a GM? That's a lie. You know what? I really want to. Okay. Go ahead and be a GM. When you get there, shout out to you. Hey, I, it's gonna be in twenty years. But hey, listen, like, like, what are we talking about here? That's why none I'm of y'all are just, never gonna be a gym. That was such know. a random shot. Like, like I'm on my way, brother. Like, like, it was a short, it was such a random shot. Hey, let's keep based on what you bro. said yesterday off 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 camera. I was like, I listen, can go do it. You absolutely can <laughs> get there. I mean, I, I, you absolutely I, can get there. Like when you find out that like regular people can just get there by just working hard and figuring out the game and studying the game. I mean, like, 
there's a way for all of us to get there. You just got to be smart enough to do it. You probably are, but I, I think you're going you're gonna, to <laughs> you go get halfway up and be like, Oh, no, it's a bag over here. I can follow them. <laughs> this scouting nah, I, bag is I, crazy. I, I gotta, I gotta say that. Hey, real he quick, ain't gonna though. make it. You know why he ain't gonna make it to a gym? Because he ain't gonna want to be a scout. <laughs> That's true. They gonna be like, "Hey, you kid, we need you to go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and scout this B League school player." And kid gonna be looking at this mug and be like, "Why am I here?" <laughs> I want to be a scout. Where we going now? North Carolina. I'm, no, A&T. For real, I would All love right. to be a scout. I would love to be a scout. Hey, it sounds good mm-hmm. to you away from your family yeah, forty yeah. weeks out of a year. Yeah. Oh yeah, I get that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to be a scout. <laughs> hey, I, I, hey, scouts ain't seen their kids in three years. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, who are you again? How's your, how's, hey, your, sure. how's your son? I have a son. <laughs> Hey, what? I'm pretty sure somebody has made it without having to go through the scout route. <laughs> we'll figure that out later, though. But <laughs> Probably. I mean, Lewis Riddick technically was going to be a GM, but he was a player. He went media and then could have came back. Like, there's, there's, hey, there's players that have done it. As long as I'm good at media, baby, somebody's going to give me the conversation. Now, that may be I'm facts. I'm not going to lie to you. If you if – you, now, nah, I will say this, though. you you got If you're going to be an NFL GM – you gotta learn a lot more players. Oh, oh, <laughs> hey, kid, hey, kid, be hey. like, kid, be like, who he played for? Be like, uh, he was a Super Bowl MVP last year. That kid, he hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, he'd be like, uh, he'd be like Shaq when they, when they be on when they be on TNT and they be, hey, hey wh- who he played for? The play? Guangdong Tigers. Ni hao, ni hao. I'm familiar with your game. Nah, I was well, not familiar um, with your game. <laughs> hey. Nah, but I, I I I do got I do gotta say this for all the jazz hand mugs in the in, in the comments because we, we we need to get this straight before we hop into the draft. All right. I understand Jackson Smith and Jigma play with Justin. I get it. I get it. But it's it's not did gonna it really? be Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, he did. It's not gonna be the same as Joe Burrow playing with Jamar Chase. I I need y'all, I need no, I need y'all to understand this. I need y'all, I need y'all to understand this. <laughs> Why is he pleading? Don't don't ask. Don't ask this again. Don't say this in the comments. Jamar Chase played his sophomore season and was like, "Yeah, we got COVID. My 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 tape is good. My tape is good enough so I can sit." That's true. And still got drafted fifth. That's he was true. going fifth anyway. That's true. <laughs> They're not the same. The he two are not mutually he exclusive. He, he dropped in the draft because he didn't play his senior season. His junior season. He was going to get drafted fifth it, anyway. He dropped in he the draft because he didn't He literally play. said, we got COVID. My That's tape facts. is good enough. I'm That's really facts. him. I'm not about to play. <laughs> it's not the same. That's funny. I'm Jones. Hey, That's pretty funny. I'm not going to lie to you. I never <laughs> I'm, thought I'm, about I'm that. I'm letting y'all know this. I never thought about I that. I need to let y'all know this. We say this every time we start talking about these boys. <laughs> y'all be like, JSN, JSN, JSN. The man is not Jamar. We need to stop. That's funny. That's funny. Like he played with him cool. That's, that's the best winning. draft assessment He's ever, not though. <laughs> he oh god, hey, that's some that's some Dion stuff right there. It's like, oh, <laughs> hey, oh, oh, are we putting our lives at risk for this season? Not, like, oh, hey, don't worry about it. I'm gonna still go. I'm gonna still no, go listen, before I get to half. Hey, like, you know what I mean, bro? Hey, like, <laughs> if it's Marvin Harrison Jr., I can understand that. But yeah, it's not even him. 
I think I think that's the thing too, right? Like to me, um, you're probably trying to feel because you've gotten um because you've been able to go out and get DJ Moore, you're probably going to either end up trying to fill uh Darnell Mooney's spot or Chase Claypool's spot going into next season. Um so it might be an opportunity for both. I I'm I'm okay with Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't I I don't Eh, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's I don't too, think we pick. It's too many team. spots. It's too many spots to me that are that are higher up on that. There's, there's too many yeah. holes on the team. It's too many holes on the team, and it's not like you don't have receivers anymore, right? Like now, Justin got to make plays. Like, you, like if you if, got, you got if, if it was if it was no DJ Moore, if it was no Chase Claypool, no Darnell Mooney, yeah, we're having this conversation. But I I, I don't feel like we're in that situation anymore. Uh, let's keep it pushing along. By the way, before we do that, actually, let me uh. Let's pay some bills here real quick, boys. I got to pull the read up real quick. because Once you get your X and your Y. <laughs> Once you get your X. Kid been playing that football GM uh, game, and now he got now he got all his terms down. <laughs> Once no, you get your to, X uh, and your Y. I've been listening to Brandon Marshall justify his status. I, 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 I will. Listen. You, <laughs> don't, listen. you don't need to justify. He got to stop. You guys told him what it was. He got to stop. I love Brandon Marshall, but he got to stop. It's, it's over. It's, it's just over. like, come on, it's B-Marsh. okay, bro. Come it's on, okay. B-Marsh. bro. The, the bro, the best corner told you he not. <laughs> like, yeah, come on. It's B-Marsh. not that you're not good. He's taking chat. Like he's taking Chad, and that's okay. Sometimes bro. you gotta admit when someone has your number, and Chad has his number. I, I will say this: I didn't realize that he had so many seasons over a thousand yards, though. Who B Marsh? Yeah, B Marsh was a B-Marsh. dog. Brandon Marshall was a dog. He here's the thing: it's not like he's speaking on his career and he has no validity to it. Like he was a dog. He just didn't have any. He just never got any playoff runs in there. He just never got any real playoff runs in there. Uh, Hey man, we go keep we go continue this conversation. Try to fly through some of the rest of these. Just grade the offseason as a whole as well, and then we want to get into some other things to break down. Uh, around the around the NBA, around the NFL as well. But we do got to tell you guys, man, if you're looking for high quality merch to wear to wherever uh, you're you're going, either sporting event, you know what I mean. If, if you're going to the NFL, if you're going to to uh, NBA event, if you're going to an MLB event, we got to tell you guys that goat coats have you covered because you know, right? Like you know, you going out, maybe you and your boys want to go to a nice restaurant before y'all head out to the uh, to the game. Got a nice little, you know what I mean? Look, look, look at this. Look at this. A little overcoat. Nothing crazy. You know, nice not little crazy. bomber jacket. It, it looks very, very high quality here. But then all of a sudden, right, you got to go to the game and bam! There you go right there. There you go right there. Because Goat Coat coming with the fandom and the fashion inside the jacket. I love what we're seeing with these Goat Coat coats, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. They're keeping things simple and stylish on the outside, but capturing the uh, uh, essence of being a fan on the inside. And here's the best part. Uh, You can get any player. You can get any team. You can get any, any, you know, going back in the archives, I have a Walter Payton one that I'm going to try and get. Legitimately, going back, any jersey that you can go get, you can get a goat coat for that. And here's an even better part for a limited time, you can use the promo code Windy City to receive 5% off of your purchase of a single item or. Use the promo code WINDYCITY2 to save 15% on any order of two items or more. What are y'all waiting for? Don't wait anymore. Visit GoatCoats.com today to discover why we here at The Breeze believe that this is Chicago merch. 
for Chicago fans. All right, boys. Welcome back. You know, yeah, the solid read. Shout out, Go Coat. Somebody called me, and I think it was a regular number, and I answered on accident and then hung up. I don't know who that I was. Ain't talk, I ain't talking to regular folks. No, like, I, you know how, like, you get, like, mad bill collectors. But then, like, I got a number from, like, a 630 number, and I'm just, like, yelling this read out because I accidentally answered on my watch. It's all good, though. Uh, <laughs> so, as we uh, as we continue through this, let's run through this real quick because I do want to get to some of the other stuff that we have on the show. We got a good show lined up here. Uh, on the defensive side, I feel like we've talked about this ad nauseum. Uh, but on the defensive line, right, the, the only real signing we made is Demarcus Walker, defensive end from the Titans, three years, $21 million. Uh, how do you guys? Well, we also got Andrew Billings uh, as well. But uh, defensive end from the Titans, how do you grade this one, boys? Uh, <clears throat> really a B. I mean, I I I, I see what Paul's I I see what Paul is trying to do though. I, legitimately, almost every one of the signings stays on the field. Like they really don't have an injury history. They they played a minimum about. About fifteen games, they never they never really come off the field like that. Yeah. So I I I, I definitely understand what he's trying to do, and I, and I also feel like within these signings, he's trying to emphasize um um more more tackling, especially on both on both of the um shoot both 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 of both of the linebacker positions as well. So I'm not um yeah. I, as as far as those two moves that you just mentioned, B. But um, as, as we keep as we keep going, it it definitely it definitely gets better. Yeah. All right, kid. <laughs> no, I'm actually just looking at who. What I thought you he said. was froze. No, no, no. I was That's actually just kid, looking at what kid, you said. Kids stop moving like a statue, bro. Like I've never seen somebody like this, bro. Like he freezes hey, like that in real life too. Like you just look at him, be like, hey, bro, like you good. <laughs> oh, I'm great. I'm great, man. I'm great. You be walking around like Pat doesn't sit down, which irritates the heck out of me. Yeah, I like, can't. Pat will sit there watch a game and he'll be standing and, and like pacing the entire no, game. Man, I need you to understand. I need I need you to understand. I really believe that the players are listening to me when I'm coaching on the sideline from my couch. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why Valus Jones got cut for six weeks. <laughs> we didn't see that man for six weeks. Then he just appeared again. <laughs> And I called Ryan Post, told him tra- trade for Chase Claypool. Y'all think I'm joking? Nah. He, they really be listening. To that. Yeah. Nah, nah, hey, no, nah, he nah, did he call got, that out. You called yeah, that nah. one out. I couldn't believe that. Nah, one. He, I was nah, like, he, he called Twin, and told him to do it. He, he was like, he was like, <laughs> why is Twin make it feel <laughs> weird, bro? Yeah, yeah, he was like, like that, nah, nah, hey, hey, you know what's going on. You know what's going on. I, 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 I was like, look, I was like, look. I, I, I make the deal. We 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 don't got time for this. You know who this is. I hung up. He <laughs> <laughs> knew exactly who he was talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, as so far we, as we we gonna go with Claypool, man. My my. Yeah. My, as far as the move, though, told me to do it. <laughs> as as far as the move, to be honest with you, um, it's not going to be a home run every play, like mm-hmm. every position, every move he makes. Yeah. So I understand just getting competent people, like you mentioned, that stay on the field. Uh, which is one of the things I was looking at. Um, and that's what you need right now. You need enough to be able to do what you need to do, which is evaluate who you got and where you're going. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what that does for me. It's like, I do hold, I do really expect with the plethora of picks that we do have outside of the first, uh, outside of the first two picks to be primarily defense though. 
I, I expect that. I really do. And so all I know is as long as you sit there and get that man some O-line help, I don't frankly care about the rest. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill Wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it I got a huge assist from Grammarly an AI writing partner that helped me make my point 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing would you agree Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I just, I, 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 just I, I feel like you you have to, though, right? Like, here's the here's the thing. As much as uh, we, we love Justin uh, and, and want Justin to be successful, and I think the Bears have put Justin in a much better position to be successful coming into this season, uh, I just committed $72 million to a uh, 24, 25-year-old uh, inside 24. linebacker uh, in Tremaine Edmonds, and uh, I, I got to make sure that um, that money's well spent. The only way to make sure that that money's well spent is by – adding things to both sides of the trenches, literally both sides of your football have the same problem. Uh, I think your hope coming into this season is that your defense will be able to hold down scores a little bit more. And that's why you go out and you add in a Demarcus Walker. Uh, you add in a Andrew Billings, solid pieces that are going to be starters, possibly depending on if you're able to go out and get somebody better. But you got to wreak a little bit of havoc so that Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, uh, and uh, they also signed Dylan Cole, who'll probably be a, a, a rotational piece at the linebacker position. I'm going to be honest with you. When I look at the linebacker room that the Bears have put together, I'm excited. It's, and I told yeah. y'all this. Like, we we left the seat the entire time. The entire time, I literally just kept going, are we really sitting here crying about a linebacker? Are we really – are we worried about – the Bears finding another linebacker. Lo and behold, we found two really, really good ones. One, really cheap. We signed TJ Edwards for three-year, $19 million. 
that's that price is probably going to go up. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds is a dog and he's going to be playing your middle linebacker now. So he's going to be in his most comfortable position. I think that the linebacker room to me is an A plus, but I think that's why you have to be able to address that defensive line. Now, again, I, I, I do agree that both sides of the trenches need to be fixed. But right now, if I'm looking at one side versus the other, um, I, I do want to see a little bit of what Braxton Jones can continue to develop into, whether that's at guard or at tackle. I would like to see them go out and get a, a another offensive lineman in the draft. Um, but you need somebody that's going to wreak havoc up the middle. I wouldn't be surprised if you see early on, even if at that ninth pick, right, if Kalijah Kansi's there, if the Bears select defense mm. there. Because to me... That changes the work, right? Like, I know we're thinking of this in two sides of the ball, but think back to 2018. Why was Mitch great? He, He got put in a lot of short field positions. He got put in a lot of positions where he didn't have to do a crazy amount of work. You still got to get in the end zone. You still got to be able to get touchdowns. He was able to throw those touchdowns. They drew up some nice plays for him. Got a couple of those little pitch uh, touchdowns yeah. and stuff like that. Those things are important as well. But it makes your life a lot easier when you don't got to go that far. And Josh Allen's life has been made a lot easier a good chunk of that season, even with yeah. the offense that he has, because if I get this ball on the 30, if I get this ball on the 40, oh, y'all not going to slow us down. I could just tell Diggs to just run straight. He going to be past all of y'all. I can, you know what I mean? Like that, that also adds into it. So I think this year might be the year where high up, they go with a little bit of defense over offense, but I think we're going to see both, both things happen early in the draft within the first three rounds. I think we'll have selected one offensive lineman, one defensive line. I think I can see that. I I still think the offensive lineman has to go first because if, if I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I understand what, you, you saying, and I told you that this draft was going to be full of tight ends and tackles before we started talking about anything. Yeah. If Peter Skaronsky or Paris Johnson go to the Eagles, and and they and and they wind up having another successful y'all really like Skaronsky tape, huh? Wait, 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 wait. He was the first and, dude I paid attention to. Bro. I really like Skaronsky tape. I didn't. He I he, he, not, he nice to me. He nice, bro. He, okay. he nice. Hey. And you know, like, I, because I mentioned that name, he was like, "You ain't never seen the tape." I was like, "No, nah, I don't know. I ain't know much about him before I watched the tape." But well, I saw no, that tape, well, and no, I was no. like, "I want that kid. I don't know where he from." But he nice. Like, I, I'm gonna be honest no, with you. I feel like if he was the fact that he could play tackle makes him higher up because it's really hard to find those guys. Mm-hmm. If we were talking about him as a guard, we would be like, "Eh." Like you a second round pick, you you might be a third round mm-hmm. pick. Like I just I don't I don't know I'm not I I don't uh, see it. I, I don't see him as I mean, this. He, oh my God, force. Paris Johnson, I see as a oh my God force. I watched his tape and I was like, people are dying. Like he killed nah, him, man. Nah, like nah, like, nah, he, nah, like Paris, he got out on the edge and like somebody moves. like that man mur- got murdered. Like you yeah. shouldn't have been there. <laughs> like, yeah, nah, nah, nah. Hey, hey, it was, hey, it was a run. Hey, it was a run play that Paris Johnson got out on and legitimately like I was like, oh, oh, you you tried to block that. 
It, it, it looked, bro, it, it looked like, it legitimately looked like the blind side where he took that man's and like threw him over the top. That's how it looked. I was like, that's, where, that's where a college was it going? kid. It was time <laughs> to, to the bus. To the bus. <laughs> but I, I say this though. I think we're, we're, that's, this is the reason why I make those statements. Like, I don't care about the other end of the ball because that's all we are known for. Yeah. That's all we've done. That's like, we're so good at it. No one question. No one questions <laughs> nah, that we're gonna nah. have a good defense. Like even the talking heads don't say the Bears gonna have a bad defense, or they, they don't say that. They said they 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 know that that's what we do. Yeah, it's so ingrained in us in the in the the, the fabric of what Chicago is as an organization that no one questions it. We all question what the heck are you doing on this offensive end. So that's the only reason why that. But again, but I, I think you do I think need it both ends add. of the ball, and it does and it does put your your defense helps your offense get in better situations. That's true. That's absolutely true. I get it. Well, let's so, let's let's finish it off like that like this, right? Because we got some other things we do want to get into. Looking at the offensive acquisitions as a whole, how would you grade it, right? So on the offensive side, this offseason, you re-signed Kari Blazing game. You added DJ Moore. Uh, you added Nate Davis. You added uh, Travis Homer. Travis Homer, which Travis Homer is that, that's, is, a, that's a special team. He, oh, no, I think he's just a specialist. Like Travis Homer is gonna be one of the muzz that. Fam, I ain't gonna oh, no, lie to he, you. No, he, hey, he's consistent. Hey, he, he another one of them dudes that I that I was talking about. Like like how Paris Johnson was like, you shouldn't have been there. That's how some of Travis Homer highlights be looking. Yeah, but that's nah, about it. Like, nah. But you you go out, you sign Robert Tunyon to one year. Uh, Deontay Foreman. Uh, to a one-year deal, two million. How would you grade the off? We also re-signed Nathan Peterman. Uh, how would you grade what they did on the offensive side of the ball as a whole? B plus. I'll say yeah. I'll say it's a B plus. I I still feel like they need a running back. Getting um. Really, I like I, feel, I like Deontay yeah, Foreman. I like Foreman. I. How many? Listen, listen, some, listen. Some, you 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 trying not, to you trying to push brother, that uh, I, that I, Saquon mindset, bro? I, Nobody's. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen. I I I still feel like they need um an, another bag, but I mean the the, the, the like the Blazing game re-signing is gonna help. I feel like the most underrated signing out of all those guys that you talked about is Tanya. Yeah, um, yeah. Being able to play that real because, twin tight end set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can play. You can play the tight end yeah. set, and then if if some you know does again, I'm not wishing this on him, but if something does happen to commit, he's a more than capable fill in uh, for for him to run some of them same things. So, I, hey, don't be surprised if the Bears don't go out and get another tight end either. Bro, like, don't they, be surprised they, if the Bears don't go out and draft another tight end because they, they really want to run really this twin solid. tight end set, bro. I the teams that run that to perfection, bro, fam. What you gonna Dominate. do? What are you gonna yeah, do? Bro. I got two six seven dudes coming across the middle doing crossing routes out here, and then I got I got wide receivers flying down the field, like, bro, like, yeah, bro. The uh, the offense is gonna be dangerous. That's why I'm like, bro, they, they don't need JSN. Like the, the the like the the pass catching game is gonna be good enough. You can like, wait. That, like you you can wait. You can wait. You, you can, can wait, wait and move up if you want Marvin Harrison next year. You really plus can. there's gonna be Hyatt later in that draft, who I think is is actually a pretty good receiver as yeah. well. I think he's actually a l- little. He reminds me of Mooney, but I think for, oh, his tape just nah, looks better. Hi, hi, that's hi, that's, hi, that's, hi, go, be that's gonna be the tough part, hi, right? I think I think you're also going out there to find Mooney's replacement in this draft, which is yeah. tough and because I, because him and Justin have built up a nice rapport. But I do think you're going out to find Mooney's replacement. And Hyatt draft. is slated late second, early third. Which, which and I know we have two picks get. in the third. Yep. So. 
Yep. Two picks in the second. We got two picks in the third, I believe, right? Two picks in the second. We got two picks in the second. Two picks in the fourth, right? We got two picks in the fourth? Yeah, two picks in the fourth. Because we got a fourth-round pick from the Roquan trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good chance. But, hey, man, overall, I would just say this, because I know we want to get to other topics. He's do- he's done well. He's done well. We tore down to build up. Yep. And so far, the rebuild has been working. And uh, right now, it's not about whether or not we have the weapons for Justin, if that's what you're focused on, like I am. It's all about Justin actually stepping up and proving it. And it's not about whether or not we're going to have the pieces on defense because he's got some of those pieces already. And we see what the plan is with the piece, or with the draft picks that we have. Yeah. So I think the future is bright. Now the players just have to play. And obviously, the coach has to put them in the right position. And the best thing about having a real GM at this point is he has protection down the line in case some of these things don't work out. Yeah. Whether you think it's QB or whether you think it's on a defensive end, whatever you believe it's going to be, he has the opportunity to fill those gaps next season by getting those picks for trading the first overall pick. So, I mean, savvy move. He's playing 3D chess. I love it. Yeah, I agree. Justin about, Justin about to eat, bro. He better. <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look. He better. There's no excuse, no excuse. There's no more. There's no excuse. Well, uh, no, you, you got to no, do something. No Here's the thing. Here's no, the thing. Not... Here's the thing. If he still get hit 55 times. That's well, different. Well, well, I don't know well, what this okay, is. point, Paris Johnson. But, but here's the thing. You also are saying that a, that a rookie's just going to come in and be like, I get the NFL. Like, we, that don't happen. No, it don't. Happen. It don't happen Not on the all. offensive line. That's why That's why I wanted to do a grading of this because to me, right, like when you talk about offensive line, those, those guys don't happen like that. You don't look at a rookie offensive lineman and be like, wow. I mean, what? We talk like once – Maybe twice nah, in the nah, last nah, 10 years? Nah, nah, three times because, I, like I said, Seattle just did it. They, they, had, they Seattle did it with they two. Seattle did yeah. it with they two. So three. Seattle has it's so many impossible. first round picks. It's Tr- not impossible. Tristan Burns. It's, it's more improbable because it's a lot and, that's um, happening. Uh, I other dude's name. But, yeah. but the overall thing is, and this is the one thing that's why I said having that fail safe or that, uh, that, that, the opportunity to safeguard yourself in case this goes awry. Yes. And you can sit there and say, hey, I mean, next draft, Justin, the pressure is on Justin because if Anthony Richardson, um, I, I don't, I'm having been focused on these QBs in this draft ever since, you know, we got what we got now. But uh, what's that boy name? Uh, Bryce Young. Any of those QBs you had legitimate chances to get, if yeah. any of them in worse situations hit, Oh God, we'll never hear the end of it before the end of the season. I, and and Bro, that, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. People gonna be like, "Oh my God, Bryce Young." Hypothetically, saying like Bryce Young, if Bryce Young out there throwing a four thousand yards this season, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I'm just you know hypothetically, if he outplays Justin with no none of the same pieces, we not gonna. Now they, they got some. Depending on who he go to. If he go to the yeah. Colts. It's only one team hey, look, that's look, poised he, to he, win, and that's he, the Colts. If he go to the Colts. <laughs> Whoever go to the Colts is going to be like, yeah, we saw that. You got a good <laughs> hey, can, but, hey we, can we just stop? Hey, we've been saying whoever go to the Colts is going to be solid. And then they just... You know, hey, listen, no, because they, the, they have the system, they, they have the incubation. We, we, thing well, right they there. are. Well, it's, we, it's, we got, it's a new gotta, system. We got to see it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a new system. There's a new head coach there. There's, you know, it's not Frank Wright anymore. So I, 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 I get what Ringo's saying on that. Um, hey, boys, what we want to, we, we got, we got, we talked a lot on this. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect this topic to go this long. I thought we was going, <laughs> we really broke this down, but shout out to it. How we want to finish off, man? We want to go, hey, uh, man, let's ship a little bit. We want to, we, we, we want to go, go NBA, we want to go yeah. NBA MVP or we want to go, uh, we want to go, um, I DJ Moore's agent. Jersey. 
You, I, I want to address the Sixers jersey. I address the Sixers are you jersey. are you making your bid for MVP here, uh, Steph? On the on the show, is that what's happening live on the show right now? Uh, yeah, man. So basically, like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, all until, all until, like, I want, I, I want to say that, that, like, just just this whole month, I I thought Jokic had it sewn up. Uh, they they go on the eight game losing streak, and ever since then, Joel has absolutely stepped up. Had a fifty two piece, um, <laughs> uh, against the Celtics, but uh, with with basically the put away with basically with the put away slam, um, you know that that last game, uh, man, wh- why is my suit? <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, I'm just saying. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought not, you was making your bid. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got uh, I got Joel and B for the MVP right now, man. <laughs> I got Joel and B for the MVP right now. I th- I think it's done. It's cooked. I, I I don't disagree anymore. I I I thought I was I was really riding for Jokic. I'm not gonna lie. And I think Jokic has um has has still been really good. I mean, Jokic is what would you call uh what you call Pat Bell just just PB and J. Jokic been steady. PB and J because he's steady, man. Jokic been steady. Um and and Jokic's steady is a lot better than most people's steady. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. to me, Embiid has been the most dominant player in the NBA. He's been the best single player in the NBA outside of maybe Giannis. And to me, that goes a long way, dog. Like, I, I this is an individualistic award. To me, I always think it should go to the best player in the NBA. I'm not going to sit here and tell you Jokic is better than Embiid. I think Jokic is different than Embiid. I think Jokic has a team that works a lot better around him than Embiid does. I think Embiid literally just has, like, him and Maxi. And I think Harden just kind of exists in the realm of, like, I play for this team still. But it ain't work in, in the way that they live up. You know what I mean? But uh man, when I when you're talking about an MVP big, I mean Embiid has just been a dog on a consistent basis. Uh he he's come out. I mean, literally, like and, and it's not even just because Doc said like he scored half our points tonight. Like, yeah, that's what your best player is supposed to be able to do. But legit, when you watch that game, like it literally looked like I got it. Don't worry about it. And not to say I don't think Jokic can do that, but I think that Jokic, it would take Jokic longer to get into it. I feel like if Bede realized halfway through the game, like, I got it. Don't worry about it. Like, y'all stop shooting, please. So does Embiid have your vote, Pat? I would give Embiid my vote for MVP right now. I think that Giannis can win it every year, and the fact that they don't talk about him more in the MVP race is kind of a travesty. But I also think that they're kind of sick of sending the MVP to Milwaukee. I can respect that. For me, it's Giannis, and it's not even close. For me, despite the fact that, you know, I'm not saying that Embiid is not good. I'm not saying that Embiid isn't having a a monster season. He is. But when I look at total impact and I look at, you know, the pieces that he has around him, uh, Joel Embiid averages one point more than uh, Giannis. But on average, Giannis gets most of his money and less time than Joel Embiid. Giannis is averaging nearly 32 points a game on 32 minutes, practically. Yeah. Which is crazy. 
He's averaging 32 points, 31.1, excuse me, 31 points, 11 rebounds, and nearly six assists. And everyone on his team is having a better season because of him. That, to me, is your MVP. They have the best record in the East. Uh, I think they may have the best record in the NBA. Uh, best record in the NBA? Probably. Yeah, they're the, only team, that, think, they, they're the only team that still has a chance to win 60 games. So, yeah. Um, To me, when you say most valuable player, it's not just about what you do individually, but how you lift everyone around you. And Brooke Lopez is looking like a freak, is looking real young lately. <laughs> real young lately Bobby Portis is is like the confidence that they have instilled in that entire team from top to bottom starts at with Giannis and ends with Giannis and he's done a great job leading them as a collective unit and even without him at times you can still feel his presence and just how and, and, and you could see it you could see him on the on the sideline and stuff like that I'm not saying Embiid is you know not that type of player but you don't see him as much when you watch those games and he's not playing. You don't see him as engaged as uh, as Giannis is. Like, you could tell Giannis really, really wants it. Like, when I hear statements like he says he's he's afraid to, to lose it all, I believe him. He does not have the offensive uh, bag that Embiid has, but he's right there because of how hard he works and stuff like that. And that is infectious. It's infectious to have someone that dominant but that humble at the same time. And I think it'd be a travesty not to like like I know we get tired of having the same guy at MVP, but he's having like right now, despite the fact he's already has two, this is his best season he's ever had. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. I've, he's already won two, and this is his best season. I'm listen, I, 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 I'm not I'm not against Giannis winning it. I just know the realisticness of him winning it is not gonna be there. I do oh, yeah, I, I, w- I would I would push yeah. back on the fact that um, he's just making everybody around him better based on even just what we saw last night. The Giannis has a really good team. Like, like Giannis has a starting five they're outside 11, his starting five. And six. Um, the, when with, you look at when, when you look at Drew Holiday's impact on that team, when you look at how Bobby Portis can come in and give you uh, it, right, like last night was crazy. Twenty-seven and whatever was crazy, right? To me, the Bucks are one of the deepest teams in the NBA because of the fact that when you look at when you look at, okay, I lost Giannis, I lost Drew Holiday. Or I'm sorry, I lost Giannis, I lost Chris Middleton. And they still can go out there and compete and win. And and you still have Brooke Lopez who can go off for 25. You still have Bobby Portis who can go off for 25, right? To me, th- that that's what makes them a more dangerous team than almost anybody. That's why they're at the top of the East. I, I don't think Giannis is just making these guys better. He's just got a really, really good team around him. Like, they're a, I mean, like, th- what are they missing, right? Like, you can't do that with any other team. I can't take Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum off the Celtics and say, hey, now y'all go out there and y'all, and y'all win. <laughs> y'all dominate. Not just win, y'all dominate. Like, their, their bench in that, their bench unit isn't that deep. It's not that good. Yeah. Uh, I can't take your two best players off of just about any team in the NBA and they go out there and compete. And that's what's happened to the Bucks multiple times this year. And they've still been I out there. Think, I also Ele- think that that's eleven just and six the, without them. Yeah, but I also think that that's the culture and the type of unit that they've built collectively. You got to think about it. Drew Holiday has always been like one of the most underrated guards, in my opinion. But he he wasn't viewed as this type of dog until you got with Milwaukee. 
and, right. and he he definitely took a leap when he got to Milwaukee. Like he's definitely taking a big leap. It's not to say he never had the ability, but the opportunity, and then also to have the right culture and to have to have a leader that sits there and puts that into that puts that confidence in you is different. Yeah. Bobby Portis wasn't this Bobby Portis. No, hundred percent. Brooke Lopez was an afterthought. Like, let's be real about some of the pieces they have. Uh, because Brooke was still impactful. Brooke just no, changed his game. Not being impactful. He just Brooke, changed. Brooke, was, Brooke say, was just, we, Brooke was just a defensive center. He just he was still impactful though. He was he was really impactful. And Brooklyn. Yeah, but now we get to see more Brooke because he doesn't have to do as much because he has someone who can help recover as well as yeah. as as Giannis does, and that makes him a better threat because now he can just focus on what he does best and not stretch himself to do things that he's not so good at. Because Giannis can fill in all those gaps. If you need someone to bring the ball down and Drew Holiday's not there, Giannis can bring that ball down. If you need somebody to get a, get a defensive stop and 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 get those boards, Giannis can do that. Yeah. If you need him to lock up any, it's your best player. Giannis can do it. Giannis can do anything on that floor. And only thing I can say is Embiid can score, but I don't think he does everything on the floor as well as Giannis does. No, I think like, Gian- I don't. I don't I think look Giannis at Giannis is as, probably the Giannis is probably the best player in the NBA right now. Outside, well, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant will be healthy enough. But if Kevin Durant was healthy enough, it'd still be KD to me. But Giannis is probably the best player in the NBA right now. Um, the problem is because of how they do the MVP, they don't give the award to the best player in the NBA every year. <laughs> I, I agree with that. That's you know what I mean? Like, like I think I think it's one of those situations like Brian, like legit. Like, I know I listen, I love the D Rose won MVP. I love the D Rose uh was was uh as dominant as he was that season. LeBron James was the best player in the NBA. That's that's more times than not. Like there's there's very few times, right? Like even when I, I think the only time realistically when you could have said somebody else should have won MVPs are those years where it could have been Kobe or Tim Duncan or Shaq every single season, and then they end up giving it to Steve Nash. But uh, it could have been Kobe, <laughs> Tim Duncan, or Shaq every single season winning the MVP. Outside of that. You usually got the same dude that's just destroying the NBA. <laughs> and that's Giannis right now. <laughs> like Giannis, Giannis is just unstoppable, bro. Like it, it's crazy. <laughs> I will I will ask this. I will ask this before we get out of here. Because there is gonna become a a point where Giannis gets older and can't just take the beating. Father time will eventually have that point come. Now, if it happens at 36, who cares? He's 28 right now. By He's the way. 28 right now. What does he do at that point? Just leave? Just dip? Is he going to be one of those players that that dips early? I yeah, mean, I think he's done at he, he might. And the only reason why I say he, he's done everything. He, he's going. He's in going, Milwaukee. If he, stop, if he stop right now, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Oh. He's he's probably the only player we could say. I'm not gonna say only player because I don't I don't know how far I haven't gone that far back. This is supposed to be my thing, right? I can't mm-hmm. think of it off the top of my head. But name the last time a two time MVP also won most improved. <laughs> wow. Uh, I would say probably. I don't. I don't think probably ever. Right. Think about no, that. Never. Most improved player. Hey. Hey. You know two how he, time two he, to th- maybe three time MVP champion. Hey. You know how he did that. He got rid of Jason Kidd. Anyway, uh, 
Oh, <laughs> and defensive player of the year. <laughs> he got rid of Jason Kidd. That's exactly how hey, he, he did it. He actually wanted Jason Kidd back, though, no cap. Hey, listen, that was that was a mistake on his part. That was him trying to be loyal. That, shit, that was a horrible hey, mistake. Two minutes. I promise you, this is the last thing I want to add. Let's do it. All right, it's going to take us back to football. It's one of my quirky. This is like my Shannon like moment, right? Y'all ready? Let me give you, let me give you the oh, camera boy. here. Let me give you the camera. Here you go. Cam Newton says he would back up Justin. Fields. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Do it. We already got three Do backups it. though. Cut him. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. And I was like, Cam has no idea what's happening in the NFL right now. Cause he said Justin Fields like they was just gonna cut PJ Walker. <laughs> hey, hey, PJ, I like you. I don't love you. Do hey, nah, hey, hey, real real talk though, just before we get out of here, these are some of Giannis stats, right? So NBA defensive player over the year 2020, two-time all NBA second team. Four-time All NBA First Team, NBA All-Star Game MVP, seven-time NBA All-Star, two-time NBA MVP, NBA Finals MVP, and an NBA Champion. Already at twenty-eight, and it's and it's still going. The way it's still going, up, and he might he, listen. They like, they really might. Like I know everybody for some reason, right? Like it's people talk about Boston, like Boston is the best team in the East. They really might win a championship again this year. They they should, at a minimum, it's a failure of a season to me if they don't get to a finals. Who, Boston or? Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at this team. Look at this team. Brooke Lopez is one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA and is the block's leader. Bobby Portis is one of the best six men off of the bench. You got Clamp stepping up in Wes Matthews. You got Clamp stepping up in uh, J- Javon Carter, which is weird. Javon Carter is a shit. Hey, by the way, they had uh, DeMar in a gulag. They had DeMar night. in a gulag. <laughs> hey, listen, you know you that, man, that man had DeMar <laughs> living in the twilight zone, bro. But, like, bro, like, it, it's a failure of a season if they don't win the NBA championship. Or if they don't, if they don't get to an NBA championship this year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When I woke up, dang, I can't keep a straight face. (laughs) (laughs) He was so dead serious, dog. When I woke up. When did you know you were ready for this moment? Ah, come on. (laughs) Come back to me. Come back to me. See, anyway, hey, I I agree with you, man. Like, the one thing about this entire thing is not only do you have some of the best players defensively, you have good shooters. You also got a guy, Andrew Holiday, who just last week dropped 51. Fam. And in that um, NBA Finals was the biggest name there. Like we yeah, really, we really could be talking about. Time. We really could be talking about a Phoenix Milwaukee run back if Kevin Durant's able to stay healthy. By the way, by the way, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and um, is that uh, is that what's his name? Devin Booker and Devin Booker is. Uh, Devin Booker. Is that way, is that lineup no. is that is I was gonna say that that lineup's undefeated by the way. Ain't no. That lineup is undefeated right now. By Never, the way. Lost. <laughs> Never, Never lost. lost. <laughs> Never lost. Never lost. That's crazy. Hey man, we gonna get up out here. Hey man, appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love as always, man. Another episode of the Daily Show. Uh, hit that like button, subscribe to the page if you have not done so. Also, make sure Russ beat LeBron. That you guys are Russ beat LeBron. Also, make sure that you guys are uh, badly. Russ is the uh, <laughs> badly. Knock down two threes. Can't blame me now. Knock down two threes. <laughs>
Also, make sure that you guys are tuning in on the podcast side. We got the Apple Podcast fixed. Uh, got it fixed yesterday. So uh, Apple Podcast is back up. We're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. So make sure that you're listening over there as well. If you are, uh, if you couldn't sit th- here through the entire uh, live stream, uh, as always, it's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again, joined by the pettiest man alive, Mister P Kid, and of course. The man formerly known as Ringo J. Stefan Nadine. Hey, yo, Chicago. I can't wait till we get famous and somebody be like, why does he always say that? Y'all stay safe out there, man. Peace. Pat's prepared himself for when he's famous. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.